Hi. Here we are once again. I'm Jerry. And I'm Mary. And welcome to the Mary, Mary and Jerry, Jerry podcast. podcast, where we talk about... Um, Mary and Jerry. <laughs> you know, we, we have been practicing this kind of... Where we talk about marriage. Life. Family. Love. Faith. And bacon. And everything in between. Which Nothing goes with love. is off limits. Which goes with love. Love. Exciting, exciting and new. new. But wait. Come aboard. What happens when it's We're not exciting you. and new? What do you do then? What do you what do you mean when it's not exciting and new? Okay, first of all, we're gonna get our we're gonna get our act together. What are you doing? You know, the people that watch this on YouTube have got to be just fascinated. I know. With the two elder people who know, like, technology is kicking your butt every week. Well, it's because we're spontaneous and we don't really go, No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Not we're spontaneous, although I'm usually the more spontaneous of the ones. Today, this is all on you, Bubba. Okay, cool. So what I was saying is, you know, you're like, love, exciting, and you, but what happens when it's not? What happens when you've lost that love and feel? Ladies and gentlemen, this will be a podcast where Jerry basically answers every question with a lyric from a song from the 80s or 70s or maybe even the 60s. Well, on a wing and a, wait, oh, we're halfway there. 1989, living on a prayer. Prayer. That's most of our life. You realize that, of course, we're living on a prayer. Uh-huh. So Jerry comes to me about 10 minutes ago and says, Mary, I've got a great idea for a podcast. It's not but a always, great idea. This is what the people ask Well, that's for. true. This is a common question. You know, how to have a better relationship, how to reignite intimacy in your relationship, or if that spark has gone out, what do you do? And um, I, I get nervous when we do... These types, and we have these kinds of conversations because, because Jerry, we're not marriage counselors, we're not therapists, we're not theologians, we're not, you know, teachers, we're just Mary and Jerry who have been married for 35 years and and spent most of their young married life messing things up. But that makes us wise. Oh, that whole wisdom thing. I'm not even going to go through it again, anyways. So he brings very true, it is right. I mean, I mean, you know. Okay. It Let, is. Let's 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 give let's give two facts. Two facts. Anybody that says they're perfectly happy every day of their married life is lying. Is lying. Or they're on really good mind-bending drugs. <laughs> because let's be honest, marriage, which brings us to Gava today, uh-huh. is a relationship. And like any yes. relationship, it has its ups and downs, its highs and lows, its ins and outs. There I was. You are now I was inverted. You are now doing flight simulator. I know. There, it was, I was inverted. You were inverted. I was That's inverted. That's from Top Gun. I know. The original. I know. Wow, it's going to be that kind of episode. Okay. So, so, but but that's true. I mean, you know, and and everybody. Uh, let me rephrase everybody that. Everybody loves somebody sometimes. sometimes. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Mostly because when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Wow, we're just really gonna we're gonna drive this into in hard. We're doing and, great. Okay, but but it's true, right? I mean, we've we've had a lot of conversations yes. with with other couples that yes. you know they're in the midst of babies. They have three kids under four. They have teenagers dealing with teenagers. God bless they're you all. Their, Salute, uh, elderly parents. Yeah, and they're just like or like recently, I had a conversation with a, a girlfriend, and she's like, "We're basically, I mean, we love each other. Nobody's leaving anybody, but we we live like roommates. We're like roommates with benefits." No, not even the benefits. Like no that benefits. seems to have gone away. Right. So, okay. So, 
So I've done we, a little. We've done a little work on this in the past, and there's there's a right. there's an institute called the Gottman Institute. Gottman, <laughs> they are the Gottman, yeah. Uh, that uh, they're a marriage therapy institute. They're Which they're non denominational, and so uh, many times when Jerry and I in the past have been in counseling, marriage counseling, um, we have uh, the therapist has recommended an exercise that. The Gottman Institute has on how their website. How do you website. feel about that? Well, how are you dealing with your stress today? Well, poorly. Poorly. So there's this this counter or this, um, what would you call it? Like a system? Sure. A okay. system. A, I like, a recipe? I like, a recipe I, ooh, I like for recipes. You know a what better I, relationship. There's six steps sprinkle in of this, dash the recipe. Of that. And so, okay. So we're just going to kind of go through the six steps to a better relationship. Okay. You can find this at the Gottman Institute.com, I believe. Anyways, okay. They are steps to a better right. relationship. Relationship. So the first one they call partings, right? And they suggest that you spend two minutes at the beginning of your day and at the end of your day. When you part from one another, like your husband goes to work or no, you that's both go parting. to work. The reunions is the next oh, one. Oh, is the next one? She didn't, Never mind. She didn't do her homework. Partings? No, I just didn't. Parting is I such have my glasses on my head, not oh, well, on my yeah. eyes. Yeah, reading is also good too. Okay, partings. So basically, for ten minutes per week, you're going to do this, right? So that's like two minutes a time. Right? I mean, even they even like give you the times. They are the Gutman Institute. Yeah. So, yeah. So the happy couple um, makes an effort to learn one thing that is happening in their partner's life that day before saying goodbye in the morning. The goal is to ask questions and learn about the exciting and not so exciting things about your partner's day. And I have to say, we get, we we have this down. Like I always ask you before you leave for work, honey, what's on your schedule today? What's it look like today? Because that actually helps me like gird my loins for the rest of the day. Like, is it going to be? Gird your loins. I do. Oh, like, put because on if the... I tell you I have five Zoom calls yes, in a I, row. Yeah. I know that I should greet you that day with a very cold beer, the dog and the Frisbee and just go and, yes. and, and spend 20 minutes just centering yourself before coming into the house. But mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, we do that pretty well. Yes. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Gird your loins. Do you ever ask me about my day? Oh, sure I do. Right <laughs> after I ask you what's for dinner. There because, you go, ladies and gentlemen. Right? That's always the first thing is like, now, honey, what are we having for dinner again? Oh, what's on your calendar today? a lot of the times today? I'll be like, I don't know. What are you ordering for dinner? Mm, yeah. <laughs> that gets mm -hmm. us in trouble sometimes. Um, yes, right, so I ask you because you have a full calendar most days too, yes. right? So, you know, you're- It just you, looks different. Yes. So I'm like, okay, so what's on your calendar? Because right. if you've got a phone call or you've got a coaching session right. or you're, you know, going over to see the Judester, right. you know, because I'm like on the day you see the Judester, I remind you, there's going to be lots of cool, Lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. But um, the thing is, is that you part well. You you look at one another and you say, I see you. I care about you. I'm concerned about your day. And I want to, for us as a Catholic couple, Christian couple, I pray for him and for, I pray for you. I shouldn't say him, for you throughout my day. Yes. You know, like you're like, I've got a really important meeting at two o'clock. I put it down on my little list and I'm like, two o'clock, pray for Jerry. Say, you know, Hail Mary, our Father, Hail Mary, glory be. Or, you know, maybe that's the time that I say my rosary, what have you. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it starts your day in connection with one another. Yes. Okay. What's step number two? So Jerry? then, of course, there or the is, suggestion number there two. There's the reunion when you come together at mm -hmm. the end of the day and you have a hug and a smoochie. 
That's not what it says. Yeah, it does. When you see your partner again at the end of the day, share a hug and kiss. Okay, I might have improvised that a little bit. That lasts for at least six Six seconds. seconds. Mm. Now, this is important. Why would you want it to last more than, you know, at least six seconds? Because I love you. Well, yes. (laughs) Thank you. I smoochie you. But when we were going through some of our marriage uh, tumult, shall we just say. Tumult. There's a good word. Um. I we really didn't even want to touch one another, Mm-mm. um, and so a kiss was like that's intimate. This kiss, this kiss. You're trying to sing Faith Hill, poorly from the 1990s. Poorly, but I did. Yes, the, that was something. Thank you. Anyways, my musical knowledge is extensive <laughs> and varied. Well, the point is. Six seconds, like count it out. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five, one thousand. I'm not gonna smooch you and go, "Uh No. uh (laughs) My point is it's it feels like a significant amount of six seconds is a is is either like three butt pats or a good butt squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) That's my theory. Put a warning on this. Just keeping it real, folks. Okay. That's how I measure time. Butt squeeze. Okay, that's that's enough. We really should put a warning on this episode, I'm afraid. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, But then what do you do? But why? Why is that important? It's important because it's a reconnection. You've been gone all day. That's right. So it's physically reconnecting the two of you together. Yes. Okay, but what were you going to say that scares me? Nothing. Okay. I'll save it for later. All right. So I was going to sing another song, but you wait. Hold on, and then it says, "Hold on." Oh, sorry. Well, See, this is put your, your glasses on. Category. Afterwards, have a stress-reducing conversation yes. for at least twenty minutes, or hand me a beer and a frisbee, and okay. I'll go out and play with so the dog. So this is a great lesson, ladies. This is what when I was a young married wife, mm-hmm. I remember being in your first squadron, VP eleven, mm-hmm. in Brunswick, Maine, and asked Brunswick, and the captain's wife, the the commander's wife, rather of the squadron. Um, I went over and had, this is back in the day when you went and had tea with the commander's wife. Tea or margaritas? No, that was later. But anyways, the first meeting was always a tea. The new batch of squadron guys would come in and anybody that was married, their wives would go to tea with the commander's wife. So I would, you know, it was myself and I think two other women with our batch of people. There weren't, there's a lot of people that got married when they were there, but, um, there were a lot of single men coming in as young lieutenants, ensigns and lieutenants and lieutenant junior grade, right? Yeah. So um, I remember being there and she said one thing that changed her marriage was when he, when her husband would come home from the squadron, he would go upstairs and for 20 minutes, like the they would kiss at the door. She would say, welcome For home. For at least six seconds. At least seconds. six seconds. And then he would go upstairs and like disappear for 20 minutes. And she said when he came back down, he was fully engaged. He, it was like something had shifted in his mind. He was fully engaged in his family. Right. And so- I call that cave time. Yes. So we've done that for 35, pretty much, no, I would say 30 well, for the most part, Four unless years. Um, Courtney had a particularly trying day, right? And, and then when you're Courtney like, was alive, yeah. And then you're like, okay. Or yeah. sometimes, you know, when Jonathan was in in 
uh, had activities or whatever, it, it, beca- it made it in certain seasons, it made it more challenging. But now I still do it. Like y- you come home and here's the beer, there's the Frisbee, there's the dog. God bless yeah, you. Enjoy your time. And then by the time you come back in, we're, we're getting ready for dinner and it's during dinner because we're in a season of life where there aren't children at the table. It's the two of us. That's when we have our conversation and reconnect right. from the day. Right. So what would you say to a busy young family where there's like four or five kids under the age of 12 at that table and mom and dad are trying to reconnect? Well, that's tough. That's it's, really I remember hard. that conversation. I remember that conversation. Son, how was school? Fine. What'd you do at school? Stuff. <laughs> was there anything exciting? No. Well, good conversation with you, son. And you know what? He was homeschooled. So. And he was homeschooled. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure your teacher is going to give an entirely different report of your day. Just saying. Oh, my God. But. Um, well, okay. So these things are, you know, they, they there's an ebb and flow to them. In your mileage season. may vary. Right. Yes. And and when it was a really, really busy season, um, you know, we would use those 10 minutes before we went to bed as our time. Right. Well, yeah, because but with that busy season, we'd come home, certain individual in a wheelchair wanted dinner. Yeah. So you had to do dinner, bath, bed. And then once that certain individual was tucked in for the night, then we could, you know, even though we had already had dinner and all that, that was more of a, have a conversation. snarfing session because <laughs> somebody had to eat while they were feeding Courtney, right? So there really is no talking because no. you're like eating with one hand, feeding her right. with the other, which required a great deal of coordination. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once, once she went, went to bed, then we could have that sort of, so honey, how was your day? Which is always a hazardous question with me because sometimes I would tell you exactly how my day was. You always tell me exactly how your day is. Mm. In case you didn't know, sweet and dear listeners, Mary is a half, uh, you know, glass full kind of girl. And Jerry is a glass half empty kind of guy. That just means there's more room for bourbon, (laughs) right? Glass half full, glass half empty. That glass means more bourbon. These were suggestions that really helped us. We hope they help you. What is suggestion number three? That's my turn. Your turn, because this is your shtick. Right. This is called appreciation and admiration. Use an admiration journal to record something small you notice and connect it to a trait you admire in your partner. Now, I have not used a journal. I just tell Jerry. Um, This primes your mind to see the positive traits of your partner instead of focusing on the negative and also makes your partner feel valued. So one of my love, my top two love languages are gift giving and words of affirmation. So this is something that I have always just naturally been good at. However, because it's my number one love language, I deeply desire to receive it as well. Yes. Hence the challenge. Always. With Mr glass half empty true and i'm not big on flowers either but we discussed that in the last podcast okay so how do does someone like yourself yes who doesn't naturally go to affirmation have to work or appreciation well how do you work at it i i i i I try to be complimentary I, i don't think i'm complimentary in the same way that you want me to be complimentary i mean sometimes i will comment on your incredibly cute earrings and super cool hair and when you're like you know all um looking fly um i try to do that um i you know i i try to say oh honey how was your day and you're like oh i did this and this oh that's great Uh uh-huh yeah practice makes not perfect 
but makes promise. Yeah. Right? The promise of improvement. Practice makes improvement. So the more you practice these things, which will feel very foreign in the beginning, as they did to us. Yes. The better it becomes. That's, you know, that's why you never quit on one another. That's why you you always strive to see and know and hear and love the other person. Even when they annoy you. Oh, yes, indeed. Okay, Jer, let's go to the number four, which is what, honey? Affection. Affection. Make sure to embrace each other. Why are you reading it in that voice? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my favorite one. This make, is your favorite make one. Make sure you have a really good butt Sweetheart. grab before bed. <laughs> it says make sure Stop. to embrace each other before falling asleep, cuddling, or goodnight kiss. Now, as we discussed yesterday, some people are just not cuddlers in bed because they're Genghis Khan and they want to <laughs> conquer as much territory as possible. Like we literally have friends that will stretch out their arms right. like this to make sure that they and have sufficient room. nobody can touch room. anybody else That's like their, their Berlin Wall. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> and that's like... Like, you do not cross the demilitarized zone into their side of the bed. Okay, but we're not those people. Oh, no. And I, if, if I that violate is you, your, uh, you violate your, my your airspace demil- all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. Shush. I, nope. Nope. Mm, nope. Mm, He's saying nope. nothing. Anyways, mm, mm, mm. my point here is... <laughs> Affection, right? I, I think we, we try to... We hug and kiss before bed. Think of these moments of affection as a way to let go of the minor stressors that have built up over the day. The minor annoyances. You could have some, you know, have some. Jerry. (laughs) Jerry. I was just going to suggest more stress reduction. (laughs) No, Jerry. It could lead to. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know. Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. (laughs) Save me, Jesus. Help me. I'm just saying. Moving on. I can be I think y'all can figure out affection. I mean, seriously, though, if you go for 35 minutes a day, what is that? 35 minutes a day? That's what it says? No, 35 minutes per Per week. week. I would think we can do better than that. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay. Date night. Number five, date night. Okay. This is actually important. Yeah, let's talk about date night. During your date, ask okay. open-minded questions and focus on turning towards each other. The important quote-unquote we time is a relaxing and romantic way to stay connected to one another. Okay, now date night really is all about not letting you eat all the appetizers and making sure that we have picked the proper restaurant. Because whenever we go out on date night, I'm like, where do you want to go? Well, I don't know. Where do you want to go? I'm like... Okay, let's move on beyond the, the restaurant choice to the actual meal conversation, shall we? Well, sometimes we have conversations. Sometimes we're those people in the restaurant that we sit there and go, what do you think that couple's talking about? We actually there? do do that. Do you think they're having a fight? I wonder what they're saying. He's probably saying to her, you know... You ever, We've been you, present when people have proposed. That's been kind of I mean, cool. have you ever had played one of those games where you like try to... Try to, we, okay, try so to pretend what they're saying because you can tell that they're having a they're really having a intense really intense conversation, conversation and they're maybe fighting or not fighting. Well, um, yes, we we're get, those people. Sometimes we'll actually reenact it at our own table. <laughs> it's Which, kind of fun. Yeah, we give like, the waiter an extra big tip that tip, night. Like, like, what do you think? I think this is what's going on, and then it's like a an NFL pro football game play by play. Like, right. Oh, did you see that? He put his napkin down and is going to the restroom with a really strong stride. He's not happy. You know? Yeah. Yep, we're those people. We're those people. But, but let's talk about the conversation. It can okay. be a very 
hard thing to have a conversation uh, during date night when you have not connected at all during the week or the two weeks or however often. This is very true. Yes. It's been since you've had, you've been sitting alone at a table across the way from your spouse. I know. I I remember that we used to, we used to try to have date night with when, when, you know, Courtney was alive. I would get a sitter. And we'd sit there and we'd go. And we talk about our kids I know. because we didn't know what to talk about with one another. I know. And I'm like, uh, and then we'd like stare at each other like, uh, okay, what do we And then the waiter would now? come, would you like dessert? And we're like, no, we're good. Thanks. And we just go home. I, you know, <laughs> but, but you're right. That is very important but we tried. because you, uh, this is one of the things we've talked about. I think in an earlier podcast is you have to remember that even when you're in the midst of what do you call them? Littles or toddlers or teenagers or whatever, that you're still a couple yeah. and that marriage comes first, you know, you, um, it takes it, it not going to lie. It takes some effort to say, okay, we're not going to talk about the kids tonight. You know, we're not, we actually did make a rule when Jonathan was in middle school that when, if we actually got the opportunity to leave the house on a date night, right. We would not talk about the children. Yeah. And that was hard. It's oh like, okay, gosh. what else do we talk about? So we talked about what we ate <laughs> a lot of the well, time. Well, we talked about food, but you politics. know, we talked about books, politics, movies. Yeah. Extended family. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then by the time we got to dessert, we were talking about us. Yeah. But it just, it, the, the point is, is, is just, as Jerry says all the time, stay in the fight, right? You just, you make the time and take the time, right? So to spend with one another so that you can- Ooh, can we get a t-shirt? In Make the time, take the time. <laughs> boom. And it has to say boom? Yeah. Boom. Okay. All right. So the last thing, uh, number six, they call it a state of the union meeting, which basically da, 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 is da, da, once da, 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 a week. Da, da, da. They say once a week. You, you, you talk about what's going on in your week. It's kind of like what we do on Sundays when we call it the planning week. You know, we have a planning conversation. Like, hey, you've got a late meeting on this we day. We call that a, cal- I call that a calendar coordination Calendar meeting. coordination, okay, so yes. what's going on this week that we have to be aware of? Oh, Tuesday night we have this, Wednesday right. night we have that. The because you know what that affects? Daycare. Well, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? <laughs> exactly. See? And it- our stress level. Like if we know it's going to be, like if we're, if there's stuff going on at church and there's stuff going on, you know, with family or what have you, and there's going to be later afternoons, later evenings, you know, we're both at a season in life where we're not real big on going out during the week um, just because we both require an enormous amount of sleep. <laughs> yes. And we're happier when we're in bed by 930 at night. Like we're just happier people. Right. Um, and we're calmer people. So that's different than 10 years ago when, you know, we'd be out on a Tuesday until 10 o'clock at night, 10, 1030, you know, after teaching CCD, the, the, the teams would get together and chat and stuff like that. So um, it just depends on, on, you know, who needs the most sleep, where you are. But we also have something we call a dream date. And we do that once. Actually, they say to do it once a year. We don't. We do it once every six months. Right. We do it in January and we do it in June. That's when I get out my whiteboard. Oh, my god! She hates it when I get out the whiteboard. But I'm like, if we're going to do this, we're going to make this a formal strategic planning process. Y'all. Now, the waiter... My it's ADHD a little awkward when I, ha- when I have the whiteboard at the restaurant. <gasps> you do not have the know, whiteboard at the kidding. restaurant. You have kidding. it in our living room. Now, on that day date, we've done it a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. 
We've actually had dear friends over and we strategized together. Mm-hmm. We've um, re- we've gotten a hotel room in the last 10 years. We've gotten a hotel room, go overnight. You, Yes, he does bring the whiteboard to the hotel room. Um, and that way no, we're not concentrating on anything happening around the house. We have the dog in, in boarding and it's just you and me talking about you and me and where God is leading us and our family in the next six months. That's right. So um, I like it when we do that. We've only done that like three or four times. You like it when we're at home. Because I'm home. No. I could have. You know. I still have to cook. That's not That's not a date for me. I, to be fair, we, uh-huh. we do get takeout sometimes. Sometimes. But your cooking is so yummy. <laughs> I but like your cooking. I, I know you like my cooking and I do enjoy cooking. However. Ow, 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 oh, ow. sorry. Oops. Ow. Oh, that was my foot. That was your foot? Oh. I didn't touch your foot, but boy, you sure made that camera shake. Oh, no, we're not having an earthquake here. That was my foot bumping the table. Ow. Wow, we are so amateurs. Oh, that hurt. Anyway. I'm so sorry that hurt you. Back to the topic at hand. The topic at hand is Mary doesn't like to cook on date nights. No, on State of the Union meeting. Strategic planning. But, so so what do we cover? Or on date street? nights, which is why we have date nights. Well, yeah, that's why they're date nights. Uh-huh. Get, get some apps, a little drink, you get a cappuccino, you get dessert, all the things. Uh-huh. Okay, so back to the strategic planning. <laughs> so we so we divide it up into different topics, right? So we try to cover everything, right? We talk about- um, you Personal know, dreams. Our personal dreams and goals. Talk about my Financial honey- Financial My honey lamb's business goals, because mm-hmm. they inevitably involve the technical support guy. Mm-hmm. Talk about financial goals. We talk about- um, uh, spiritual goals, spiritual as a goals and maybe family goals, you know, so we try to uh, cover all the things, right? And then we try to break them down. See, the trick to doing a strategic planning meeting is you have to break it down into little bite-sized chunks that people can do. <laughs> he says to his ADHD wife. <laughs> yeah, because you have to make a checklist because yes. if my honey lamb doesn't have to make a checklist, she is like a ping pong ball in a dryer in a hurricane. It's not good. Not good. <laughs> not good. So we have to say, okay, here, you have to have this little project. Yeah, this Monday, you're, this is your number one thing to get done. Right. Boom. And then if you have time or creative energy, if you can go to two and three, that would right. be great. And if that doesn't get done, two, two becomes number one of the next day. I mean, that's just how my brain works. So, right. And that's while taking care of everything else that I'm required to take care of in our home. Right. So, um, which I've done for 35 years. So. Exactly. Whether I've worked outside the home or I, I've, so, like I do now where I work from home. Dun, 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 dun. That's why, the, why are you showing the, sh- that's the sheet the of notes? six <laughs> steps to a better, six hours. It says six, it's six hours, hours to a better, to a better relationship. relationship. Because, but wait. There's more. There is? Yeah, there's this thing. Oh, you, you, you printed out something else. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, again, this is from the Gottman Institute. So, a couple of things on how it say? to... Yep, it is Gottman.com. G-O-T-T-M-A-N.com. Okay. So, eat meals together without screens. This is to create more intimacy within your marriage. Because a lot of people are like, the, the flame went out. You know, we're not... We love one another, but there's no, there's no spark anymore. Well... Intimacy doesn't begin in the bedroom. Intimacy begins, you know, just in your friendship and in your relationship. So these are our our five ways that you can create or reestablish or um, create a foundational 
platform for intimacy to grow within your marriage. Yes? Right. Okay. So eat meals together without screens. That's like challenging for people. Yeah. It's challenging for people that live in this house. Guilty. Yes. Very challenging. And so we have a rule. We have a basket by our front door. When you come into the house, um, even our guests do this. They're so, they're so <laughs> accommodating. Uh, they put their phones uh, in the basket. And uh, we have a, you know, there's, there's some people that, that keep it with them. But when we are at the dinner table, there are no phones. There are no phones. There are no screens. And that helps us to actually look at one another and talk to one another. We're not distracted. Yep, which mm-hmm. can be good. It's very good. Or not so good, depending on the conversation. Well, yeah, depending on what has to be said. Mm. What's the next one, Jer? Um, okay, <laughs> this that I love, exercise together. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, what we do, so here's another thing that we've done that, I, that, that my honey lamb does during certain seasons of the year. When it's cool. You know, Sometimes instead of tossing the frisbee, we, we go will, for a walk. We will take a walk with, with Madam, Madam Maggie, Madam Maggie, with mm-hmm. the puppy harness. She just turned. She her just head looked to at us, us like, "Wait, somebody, we're going somewhere." Did somebody say the the W word? Yes. Oh my gosh, she did. <laughs> She's like, "What? Wait, uh, what? What? <laughs> What's Wait? going on? What's going on?" Um, because that you know, you get out of the house, yep. you take a little walk. Yeah. Maggie sniffs everything. Yep hopefully does her business. And then you have that time to talk again without a lot of distractions, except when the dog sees another dog. Mm. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, exercise together that. uh, hmm. Um, Hmm. Have a stress reducing conversation. What is that like? Well, okay. What is our rule? This actually goes to our rule, our bedtime rule. We have one bedtime rule other than pray together. Don't go to bed mad. That's your bedtime rule. Yes, that's Okay, rule. no. What is the rule? We don't talk about anything difficult, i.e. the budget, i.e. the presidential election, <laughs> i.e. Our, our blood work results from the doctor, whatever it is that will cause strife, cause stress. Before bedtime. Or needs further conversation before bedtime. Yeah. The budget being the number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ask me how I know. Mm-hmm. Um, because he asks this all the time, and I'm like, it is ten minutes before we're turning out lights. This is an illegal. You are being fined, and you are being. Well, you I got am a throwing. Yard penalty? Yeah, I'm giving you the red card. You are off the pitch, Mister. Off the pitch. You do not ask me those questions ten minutes before I go to bed. Nope. Okay. No. That happens after dinner. That's all off the table, oh, in my okay. opinion. That is not the truth of what happens in this house. You usually wait till after ice cream for me to- Well, because uh, you're in a better, you're in a better, better mood, mood to talk after ice cream. And I guess, uh, you know, again, you know, the suggestion is always to keep dating, right? If you spent time with your spouse- before you got married, you spent money on them. You thought about them. You couldn't be without them. You remember what that felt like. You know, you were the only person I wanted to be with. Oh. Wow. That's, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. That's what I get. Well, you were the only person I wanted to be with too, but I was Thank surrounded you. by 4,500 other midshipmen. Right. But when we were together, it was you and me. True. 
And sometimes your little sister who'd pop up behind the couch and go, Jesus is watching. If we started to do that six second kiss. Very true. On the couch. More like a 60 second kiss, but okay. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Um, But yeah. So if you were willing to date them before you got married, why are we all of a sudden not willing to date them after we get married? Okay. Somebody said to me when I asked that question in a conversation, they said, well, because they're a sure thing. I'm like, no, they're not. Nobody's a sure thing. Like that's taking advantage of your spouse. Jerry's not a sure thing. Jerry is my husband who I um, respect and whose relationship with I choose to nurture and whose, um, I don't know why we always get a phone call when we're trying to, that's Jesus saying, wrap it up, Mary. (laughs) But I respect you. I love you. I cherish you. And I know what it's like to be on the edge um, of a divorce, of of not of the idea of not having you in my life uh, on that intimate level, and I never ever wish to be there again. So I take nothing for granted. Mm. Good point. And this is where you, with your words of affirmation, oh. Oh my gosh. No, I I I, I was gathering my thoughts. No, you weren't. (laughs) Okay, no. You're like, wow, she loves me. She lovers me. She lovers me so much. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I do. I I remember I remember when I used to, you know, be used to write love letters. When I used to be heading out to my Mustang to head up to Rockville and the boys would say, Jer, going to see the wife and kids. Because it's like that's what I did every weekend. Yeah. I, I was that was like my thing, and I'm like, yes, I have a girlfriend, and you don't eat it, suckers. <laughs> okay, but 37 years after that, I got a cool years. wife. <laughs> dun dun dun. Who you know has super cool earrings and makes me yummy food. There and it is. Loves me. Uh huh. Well, you knew it was all going to come down to the food at some point, right? At some point. At some point. Uh-huh. But. But I'm a pretty fun date. You're a very fun date. Um, and we have a lot of fun together. We do now. Yes. We didn't always. Didn't always. For just, sure. Just being honest. But we do. I we, would we say have especially a lot of, in the last 15 years, we have a heck of a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun now. Yeah. Yeah. Which Praise is surprising God. to some people, I think. After being everything. After everything we've through, gone through, we're like, you guys through. still like each other. We do. And I'm like. Yeah. And we still annoy the baloney out of each other. So let's be very clear here. Hey, nobody drives you crazier than the person person you you love the most, most, right? And as I say to him all the time, I am not going anywhere, but Lord have mercy, you drive me so batty (laughs) that I really do envision murdering you in your sleep sometimes. But I won't do it. I just... Because you don't look good in orange. There's nobody that makes me crazier than you do. So let's talk about the final topic. What's that? Actual intimacy. Oh, sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Baby, Let's let's talk talk about about you and me. So, yeah. So how does that work when you're, you're, you're Don't you're ask feel, me how it works. <laughs> okay. Ask poor choice grade of health words. Class. Poor choice of words. How do you, when you get to the bedroom part, how do you reignite that spark take in your time. the bedroom? Take okay, your time. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. When we were young, time was. We had a great deal of enthusiasm. Yes. And we did not take a lot of time, but we were young. Now we are not young. And so time- So now it's more of a quality over quantity That is correct. But also, what does that do? When you take the time 
to be intimate with one another. You take the time to literally see the other person, to touch the other person, to be with the other person, to talk to the other person. Remember, it's not lust. And we fell into that for decades. Right. It's not lust. Lust is wanting my pleasure over, over anything else. Right. But to love someone means that I'm willing to give up my pleasure in order to make sure that you have pleasure. Okay. So. Or we do it together. Wow. Why did you? That's. Like the blue angels. Perfectly synchronized. There I was. Inverted. (laughs) Please stop. And always remember, (laughs) always remember my one important rule for intimacy. (laughs) No. Don't do anything that you would not want to explain to the EMTs. <laughs> oh, no. This really just, it went there. We went there. <laughs> it went there. Sure did. I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you can't look at me. I'm not looking. 90, for women, 90% of sex happens in their brain. Okay? It's, it's all mental for us. And so when we feel seen, known, loved, appreciated, cherished. Um, Bada bing. <laughs> We're going to get kicked out of the podcasting world. Why? Because you say things like Ruma zoom zoom. Please stop. Please. (laughs) I am now going to duct tape your lips. Please stop. Don't just no. No, resist the three things that just popped into your head right now. No, just resist. Okay. Now. Yes. Take your time. Yes. It will not always be perfect. But when you both are present to the other, it's glorious. It's glorious and wonderful as it should be, as the Lord made it to be. Now, let's go to our not so newlywed game question, shall we? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what we call a transition. Let's Whoa, go. Come okay. on. All right. Here we go. You're- I can't, I can't, I can't, because I, when you're going to say, (laughs) I'm so afraid right now, my heart is racing, I'm sweating. See, I still make your heart race after 35 minutes. Not for all the reasons it should be, for different reasons, as in, oh my gosh, he's going to say something that's, you can't take that. You do that laugh, stop it. This is the not so (sighs) newlywed game laugh. What are the top five things on your bucket list? Top five things on my bucket list. Okay. That's the question. Are you going to answer the question too? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to see. These are fun things to do on date night, right? Yes. Talking point cards. Got them on Amazon. Oh if gosh. you're like, what are we going to talk about? Just grab one of these bad boys and take it with you. Okay. Top five you. things on my bucket list. Yep. I would like to go on a bougie um, river cruise or. I don't know what kind of cruise it is, but I would like to go to Guernsey and Ireland and Wales and England. And I, I really would like to do that. So basically you want to be a Viking? Yes. Okay. Um, but bougie Viking. Okay. <laughs> That's right. With these ex- superior pointed little helmets. That's right. Hat. Okay, Diamonds. I want to be a bougie Viking. Oh I gosh. want to go to Banff, uh, over the when there's snow oh, and the everything, Christmas train. Christmas train. I want to take the Christmas train. I I, I would love to do that. Um, I would like to one day um, have a cabin in the woods with a lake or a river, um, a log cabin where our family can be together and it's off the beaten track and and we're just together. 
I would love to have something like that one day. It's a bucket list for mine. Okay. Let me see. Oh, are they said four things? Five things. You've oh, five got three. things. Okay. I would like to travel to Europe with you uh-huh. and to be to go on one of those Stephen Ambrose historical bougie tours with you where you can go on to um, Normandy and you'll weep and we'll, yeah, I'd like to do that. Um, wow. And then I would like to renovate our home, like to the studs. I'm right here. <laughs> what do you want to renovate about me? Oh, yeah, that is not on the question, and I am going to choose not to answer that. On the advice of on counsel. On the advice of counsel just, called I, Jesus. I, Close your mouth, I, Mary. Yes, the Holy I, res- Spirit I respectfully decline to incriminate myself. <laughs> the Holy Spirit just came in and said, shush. Okay, those are five things on my bucket list. Okay. So what are the top five things on my bucket list? Okay. Normandy. Yeah, we need to take a really super cool Stephen Ambrose tour. Yeah. We need to take you to London so we can <gasps> go to High Tea and go yes, to Fort Mason and we can watch the changing of the God and go and to the see Tower. The and then we go to the Tank. Oh, excellent. Wait, and then we go to the Tank Museum. And then yeah, we go to yeah, the Imperial yeah. War Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they have like the little tank exhibition <laughs> where they drive them around. Super yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number three, we take one of those Rhine River or Danube River cruises. That Ooh, would be very to cool. Hungary. Yeah. And uh, Budapest. Yes. And, you know, we just like drink our way down the river. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's three. three. Four, uh, I want to publish books, all the books. You want to write and publish books. Well, you have to you write want to be them a published publish author. I want to be a published author. I already got that one. Yeah, Thank thanks. You very much. That's right. You're sleeping with a published author. Move on. Okay. Number four. Four? Was that four? That was four. Number five. Number five. Um, yeah, a cabin in the woods would be kind of cool. I mean, I could also- I like to be by water or uh, maybe on the beach. I could, I could go for a beach house. Yeah. You know- where you walk out the back Very door. Very bougie, yeah. where you can go up on your balcony and, and look out over the ocean, but you're in your balcony <laughs> so that your wet bar is right there. <laughs> See, that's the key. Is that five? That's five. Yeah, baby. Woo, good job, honey. Okay, let's see. One next, day, if the Lord card. so blesses us. No, that's a stupid question. Okay, <laughs> you get one more question. Nope, we already asked that question. Okay. <laughs> You got to take the ones we've already asked out of the deck. What's one career you wish you could have? Why? Me? One career I wish I could have and why? Yeah. Oh. I would want, I've always dreamed of being the Catholic Oprah Winfrey. What does that even mean? The, I would have your you own. You win. You win. You win. <laughs> to the uh, car. Yeah, no, no, you not the car. car. What is it? You win absolution. You win absolution. <laughs> Everybody wins absolution. Really? That's what you want to do? I would love to have a television show and and to be interviewing all these fabulous people, whether they're Catholic or Christian or whatever. Just just get to know people and and their stories and up. Be, let it be uplifting and let it be. Um, inspiring and encouraging. Weirdly, I could totally see you doing that. I know, right? That would I be could, so I could totally fun. see you And I'd doing have that. this awesome wardrobe and I'd have oh, the best You'd shoes. have people. I'd, I'd have, have people staff. to do my hair and makeup. That's right. I'd have staff. I'd have a oh. personal assistant. I'd have people I'd to have do I'd have a personal hair. trainer. Personal trainer, personal chef. Yeah. I, I would could. because, you know, she made a lot of money and so you can have those things. If you were a Catholic Oprah, you would not be making a lot of money. <laughs> Just to be clear. 
that would be like way too I just bougie. think that would be that would be so I would have so much fun with that. Oh, you would. Okay, what about you? Hmm. What career would I most like to have? Oh, I would love to be a history professor I was gonna say at the Naval Academy. At the Naval Academy, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that yeah. would be fun. I could live in Annapolis again. Oh, you would totally love oh, it. Downtown in one of those cute little townhouses. Not that I'd want to live in Maryland because they're okay. all crazy, but Annapolis I might make an exception for maybe. Yeah, we could be in the skybox for- If games. I had a boat. <gasps> oh, boat would be boat. cool. Boat would be cool. Boat would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Very so, cool. All right. There we are. This okay, is, ladies uh, and gentlemen, since this podcast was brought to you by a question left in our question on the bat phone, on the bat line. Let's give them that number, folks. Let's give them that number for next so, time. So first of all, please. please hit that subscribe button on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Spotify. Leave a comment. Leave a review, even if it's y'all suck. That's okay, too. We, we... No, it's not. We want five stars. <laughs> no. Please do continue to ask us questions and give us topics on what you'd like to hear here at the Mary and Jerry podcast. That number is? 571-354-0351. Again, that's? 571-354-0351. Ooh, that's good voice. Thank you. That's good radio voice. Good radio voice. All right. And um, until next time. Until next time, I'm Jerry. I'm Mary. And thank you for listening to the Mary and Jerry podcast. Have a great day, guys. Oh, we have leading out music. Of course we do. Okay. Until next time. We could use a Star Wars thing. Da 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 da.